You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Drinks with Johnny. Coming to you on a Friday. I'm really excited today. I'm joined by a couple of good friends from the show that I've met over the years, and uh, I'm really excited to get their take on, today, on today's topic. We're going to be talking about the Garcia tank fight on Saturday night. Um, both these guys uh, know a thing or two about it. Uh, Kelly, the ghost pilot, middleweight champion. Virgil Ortiz Jr., 19-0 right now. Um, it's still, still starting out a little bit in the career. It's funny to say at 19 to know. And uh, it's awesome to have you guys here. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good, man. How about you? Doing fantastic. You're, in, you're back at home in Texas, Virgil? I'm in Texas right now. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly, you, you, you back in Ohio? Yes, I am. Freezing my ass off, too. It's cold out there? <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I, I, thought, I thought everything was warming up over there, and it's still cold here in Orange County. I was getting pissed. No, we, we get teased. We get a, a nice 75, 80-degree day, and then it goes back down to the low 50s and high 40s. All right, well, so, now I can't complain that much to you because we get, like, that 75 day, and then it drops down to, like, low 60s. Yeah. Which is still annoying because then you get, like, that beach. Oh, yeah. You still get that, like, beach uh, wind that comes in at night. And that is, that's a different chill factor, man. That's Johnny, that's cool. when I first went out there uh, to Oxnard, and obviously Virgil knows, I was expecting. I, I took all, like, T-shirts and shorts, and uh, I had to freeze my ass off that night. Right. <laughs> yeah, totally different. Like, 55 degrees out there is, like, different than 55 here. Yeah, yeah it's false advertisement. I thought it was going to be warm all the time over there. Yeah. It was not the case. <laughs> well, you were just out here, Virgil, training for your fight, uh, and... I was I was happy I was happy that you were able to come over to the house and I reintroduced you to wrestling a couple times the last times you were out here uh, training right yeah that was mm-hmm. fun yeah yeah we watched some uh, AEW pay per view man that was that was some good stuff right there dude you got to see really one of the best stuff. ones of the year like that was MJF and Brian Danielson in an Iron Man match for one for MJF is he's probably my favorite wrestler right now to be honest just Same. just from watching it that night. Dude, that guy's that guy's awesome. We, <laughs> we'll have to. I'll have to have you uh, when I'm out in Texas. If they're out in Texas, you'd be my guest because I, I, I'm, I've become friendly with some of the guys over at AEW over the years, and like we got to go to an event together. And have you introduce yourself to a few people? Maybe one day when you hang up the gloves, man. Wrestling. Let's see it. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's like Jake Paul. Man. 
Yeah, dude. Like right? Jake Paul. Jake, hey, he's doing great over in WWF, man. Or WWE. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm old school. I still call it F sometimes. Oh, you're talking about Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Logan Paul's doing great. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, Logan, Logan Paul. Paul. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Dude, we we went and saw, I took my son to SoFi to see WrestleMania uh, uh, last month, I guess it was. Oh, that's right. That thing was amazing. And Logan did a great job. I, I got I got nothing but love for that guy. Right here. I, after, oh, yeah. I agreed with everybody a few years ago because I was like, where's this kid coming from with all of this, you know, crap? And then, like, now I'm like, oh, he's he's smart. He knows what he's doing and he puts in the work. I, I can't I can't hate that. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah. He's, he's definitely an entertainer. So. So let's let's get into this uh, fight, because I, I was texting with both of you guys while this was going down. I watched it over at Buddy's house and, you know. We could talk about it round round for round where we had it uh, go before the inevitable finish there. Um, but yeah, I was texting both of you guys. I was like, what just happened? Because in real time, watching that on TV, not in the in the place, it didn't look like much, that that, that finishing punch. And then I was texting with you, and, and Kelly, you were the one that turned me on to it. You were like, oh man, those liver punches are no joke. <laughs> I think you said yeah. it was like, it was, was verbatim. And, so, uh, Kelly, why don't you start it off? What, what did you see in the fight before? Well, you know, going into that, that fight, it was one of the ones where just doing a breakdown of uh, Tank. You know, Tank, to me, um, when he fought Santa Cruz, he, uh, he he was losing that fight. And Santa Cruz is the type of guy that usually catches you in the later rounds. He's, he's a wear-you-down type fighter. And, you know, Tank struggled with Tim. He struggled with Barrios. He struggled with uh, Isaac Cruz. So I was like... If the fight goes 12 rounds, I see Ryan Garcia outboxing because Ryan's just got the quick hands, good boxing ability. The only issue is that I have with Ryan Garcia is he still sometimes makes amateurish uh, mistakes where he leaves the chin in the air. And I said, if he gets caught with that, you know, or gets wild, um, he's going to get knocked out. Well, I was partially right and partially wrong on that fight because. Hank was actually winning. I, I had him up after six rounds, but I just don't understand. The first round, Ryan came out. He utilized his jab. He was setting everything up off the jab. He won the first round, and then I know Goosen didn't send him out in the second round to go get reckless like that. I mean, it was almost like uh, like he, he he was getting suicidal in that second round. Like he was just running to Hank Davis, and you don't do that with Tank and. Uh, so I don't know if Joe Goosen told him. I doubt he did. And then after he got dropped in that second round, it was like everything went out the window. He neglected a jab. Um, and and from there, I think it was just the easy day uh, for Tank. Uh, the body shot, you know, there's a lot of people saying that he took a dive and that he was just getting beat up and didn't want to uh, keep fighting. But I know how what a liver shot could do. I'd never been caught cleanly on one. But um, when you get hit there or around there, it up, uh, it paralyzes the legs and it, it shuts you down pretty quick. So yeah, I mean, as as a layman to the sport too, it was something that I did. I was like, what 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 did I just witness? Was that a was that a, a you know a, a, a fall? You know, but it, and then you explained it to me, and then I saw the replay a few more times over, and what it looked like a graze in real time was actually a solid shot too. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, it was it was wild, and I I. We were texting before, and you're, you just pretty much said verbatim what you what you thought was going to happen in the match. And while I was watching, I was like, "Oh, Kelly's pretty spot on." See, to me, I thought Ryan was doing a little bit better up until that point, aside from the second yeah. round. Obviously, the second round was quite obviously Tank's round. Um, 
but to your point, then the whole game changed after that for him. It seemed like yeah. it, it was it was it was completely a different fighter come round three. And don't get me wrong, I can't remember exactly what round, but I say the fifth or sixth. Yeah, uh, Ryan was starting to pick it back up, and mm -hmm. I actually gave him one of them rounds, and, and it looked like he was kind of getting back in the swing of things. But you know, once once momentum and Virgil uh, can can explain on that, once you start getting the momentum. There's momentum shifts all the time in boxing matches, and sometimes you could be out there for three rounds, um, landing everything you throw, and then just out of nowhere, nothing's working no more, you know. And then you got to kind of find your um, the, the balance of it, you know, and you got to find your little rhythm. But uh, yeah, with, with that fight, Ryan was starting to pick it up. But I don't know if, if it would have been enough, you know, at that point with the knockdown, and then I think the third, fourth, and, and maybe even fifth, you know, tank kind of uh, put those in the bag. But, uh, yeah, Ryan started catching on a little bit, and then, unfortunately, just got caught. I mean, it was a beautiful shot. Yeah, and I do think, I do think to your prediction before, it did look like, okay, he can maybe start turning it back on before that punch, right? It was like, it, to your point, it was starting to go in that direction where I was like, oh, Kelly, Kelly was on to something. Like, if it does go the full distance, if he can take it, he might be able to get, get his way back into this fight because he did have the speed still on him. I will say his speed was still there for, for the most part. Yeah. And then just... There was a couple of times where he threw where Ryan Garcia, and I, I want to get Virgil's take on this too because I know you know him a little bit. He threw a couple hooks, but he was he went down with them, and I don't see that a lot. Like he was like he was exposing the side of his head for that counter punch a couple of times, and I was like, I don't, was it just going for it a little too hard and went with it, or I mean, maybe you could explain that to me, or maybe you didn't see what I saw. I don't know. With well, I mean, Ryan was. That's like Ryan's bread and butter, you know. Okay. That's that the left hook. Um, Ryan was looking for it the the whole fight. I mean, and that's no secret either. And I think Tank knew that was coming, so he had a good defense for it. He knew to go uh, under it. He knew to keep his hand up. And um, I think Tank just caught on to it. You know, it's it's like the same thing with um, Santa Cruz. And in that fight, Santa Cruz threw the same punch three times in a row. Um, the first punch landed. The second punch, uh, Tank, you know, he kind of parried it a little bit. And once he threw the third punch, he knew it was going to happen again. So he just he just slipped it and threw up and he knocked him out. So with uh, Ryan, you know, he kind of almost did the same thing, kind of the same sequence of events. You know, after the third punch, you know, he just countered. He slipped to the right through the exact same punch and he caught him. I actually spoke to Ryan on this one, though. I, I saw the replay and I saw, uh, you know, happen in real time. He actually got his foot caught. He mm -hmm. and I asked him, "Dude, you weren't really hurt, were you?" He said, "No, I wasn't." He smacked. He definitely smacked in the face, but he wasn't actually oh, hurt. When he fell that first time. I didn't notice a foot. I gotta yeah. go back and watch. That. Yeah, yeah. So um, he did catch his foot. Um, like I think he stepped with the hook, and uh, his foot just kind of got caught, like on his right leg. I mean, obviously, no excuse, no right. You know, he lost the fight, but you know. But uh, I don't. He wasn't hurt in that second <laughs> round, and but doing that, he did lose a lot of momentum. You know, uh, mentally, it's still a knockdown. Yeah. So you know, you're a lot of a lot of emotions are going on. You're thinking, oh, what the hell just happened? You know, in the moment, you know, everything goes by so fast. So um, I mean, that's that. Wow. Yeah. I I, I got to go. I, I that's interesting. I didn't see that, but I, I mean, it's no reason to. Uh, you know, it's not excuses like you said. You can't make the yeah exactly accounts yeah. like it, but. That was just interesting, I, and I was curious uh, if you did get a chance to talk to him, so I'm glad you brought that up. Like, um, 
Can you speak on his mentality at all, or is that kind of out of turn on, on it right now? Is he ready to get back? Does he want a rematch? I haven't spoken to him about that. You know, he just lost, so I don't want to bother him right, at all. Totally. But I'm sure Ryan, uh, Ryan's not the guy to back away from a, a challenge. You know, he just fought one of the, the top pound fighters in the world, you know, right. with the whole world rooting against him. So I, I don't see why he wouldn't want that fight again. You know what I found really interesting. I wanted you guys both to weigh in on this too. That uh, was part of the part of the hype of this fight was that these two guys are undefeated. Um, maybe maybe Rick Garcia is not quite in his prime yet at, at an age. If, if, if we go by age of of you know yeah. when, you get, when you hit your prime, um, but certainly at a at a, at a top position. Uh, Tanks obviously at a top position top position too. And I think the hype was getting these two guys to fight at this time while still undefeated. A lot of times you might see fighters of this caliber not get at each other until later in their careers. Um, you know, we, you see that with like, you know, years ago was Mayweather and Pacquiao. Everyone wanted to see that. Then you didn't get it till maybe Pacquiao was a little bit past his prime. Again, not making excuses for the fight or anything like that. I'm just talking about the, politi- uh, the political look of it sometimes. And I think part of the hype of this one was that they were willing to put their... Uh, you know, their records on the line at, at an earlier time in their careers. Um, I know both of you guys a little bit like, that you never, you never steered away from that, uh, from those kind of challenges. But could you speak to what that means for the sport? Maybe you go the first there, Kelly? Yeah, you know, um, kudos to both of them. Yeah, because it was dangerous. I, I would say Tank has been more of the guy I, um, already kind of coming in a fight in these type fights, you know, Santa Cruz was a tough fight. Um, Barrios was somewhat of a tough, tough fight, but uh, Isaac Cruz was a, a tough, tough fight. But still, to going against a guy like Garcia, you know, who has the big name, um, has the big social social media influence and mm-hmm. and uh, following, and for him to go into that and take a fight with Ryan Garcia when he really didn't have to was was big. And for Ryan to take that fight, I give him even more credit. You know, here's a kid, in, in my opinion, that's still kind of green. And uh, to go in and fight a guy like Tank Davis, who is a notorious power puncher, we we could all agree on that. Oh, I yeah. mean, he may be pound for pound the hardest puncher in, in boxing. Um, yeah, it, it's good, and it is good for boxing. It's good for some of these younger guys coming up to see it. You know, um, I hate, I'm the one that's totally against like, oh, they back in the day they fought everybody. You know, I mean these these young fighters coming up, they got balls and they get in there and they fight. But um, we have been seeing a little delay, and I don't think it's so much the fighters as much as it's the promoters. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was good to see something like that. It was good to see a fight like that at that caliber get made for boxing. Yeah. I, what, what do you, what do you, as someone who's in it right now, as we're talking about promoters sometimes maybe uh, delaying it, and we're not trying to call anybody out or anything here, but it's just while we're looking at it and i'll say it for me as an outsider that's the way i see it sometimes it seems like they're pushing those fights till they could get a little bit more money on that card whatever it might be which hey it's a business I, there's no problem with that you know it's at, at the yes. core of it it's a business it's a part of an entertaining business right so I, I i don't fault anybody for that but where do you stand on that right now i mean you're currently in fight you just had to you know we we know that you just had some uh some health issues uh, uh, now for the second time, uh, unfortunately, where you had to delay this fight that you had coming up. Um, how do you approach uh, the whole political side of, of boxing? So, you know, it's kind of hard being a boxer. It's just I don't necessarily have a whole lot of power besides taking to the Internet and calling people 
people a bunch of names, which I don't do, you know, so it's, it's really my promoter's I was just going to say, I've never, to, I follow you, dude. I've never seen you say a word about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not me, man. But yeah, it's, it's my promoter's job to, to try to get those fights and try to, try to make them happen, you know, because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, technically I'm signing them, but it's like, they're supposed to work for me. They're supposed to get these fights for me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm making them the money. Right, you know, well, it's it's a it's a it's, mutual it's a, it's thing. A, it's a collaboration, really. I mean, yeah, yeah, we, exactly, we, we exactly. Do that it's in, mutual. That, that's an, and that's the the similarities is in music too. I could say that we have promoters that we work with, like that, and they have their exactly. job is to promote it. Our job is to go exactly. perform it. Yeah. So, um, I mean, like I said, you know, it's just uh, as far as the promoters and and the fights getting delayed. You know, some promoters don't like each other. Some promoters want to keep promoters well, well, want to keep I, I can speak on behalf of you because I'm retired and I've been retired for over a decade, so I don't have to worry about pissing any promoter off. <laughs> so, so Kelly's going to bring no, the real. <laughs> yeah, but, but Vir, Virgil, you know, and and I respect him. And me and Virgil are, are much alike in a lot of ways. I mean, so our fighting style is similar, but, you know, I was always very quiet. I didn't talk, you know, at the weigh-ins or a press conference. But, um, you know, the, the big thing is fighters always take – the blame too you know and i'm sure you see it in, in the music entertainment as well mm-hmm. when something may go wrong or there's a dispute but for the most part in boxing you know if a fight don't get made it's usually well the fighter is ducking you know and people don't realize that it's not the fighter i mean like we get into boxing because we're we're, we're gladiators you know and, and we'll fight whoever they're going to put in front of us and exactly. i would say 99 percent of the time if a fight don't get made, it's because that there's a disagreement between the promoters. And we've seen it in the last couple of years, um, PBC boxing. I mean, for crying out loud, they, didn't even, they wouldn't even put uh, Terrence Crawford's picture up on as a top welterweights. And here's a guy that's pound for pound yeah. ranked number two in the, in the world at the time. And you're going to tell me that you can't put his picture up on the, uh, in, in the top of the weight class at 147 because – he you have a disagreement with uh top rank or golden boy you know what i mean and you see it just through all the different weight classes and um yeah and, and usually the fighter is the one that gets when people go into these social media outlets and they're talking it's usually the fighters talking this that but yeah there's a lot on the business side Man, of it that I, I i couldn't imagine people going online and telling you what you should be doing with with your career i mean i, I don't know what that's like at all yeah <laughs> Right. sarcasm right yeah it's what her managers right <laughs> listen i get arguments too over you know some of the stuff with you guys i mean you got a lot of love on the internet but or on social media but yeah you know and like that's just good you can't please everybody you yeah. know and that's the same thing with boxing that is very similar i mean you you got to go out you got to keep doing your job day in day out you got to keep perfecting your craft and and doing for you and yours what's best you know and uh yeah, and Virgil, I'm sure he's seen it, and and uh, I'm sure Virgil yeah. got a lot of stories and experience in it. But right now, Virgil's in a position where he has to, you know, be pick and choose sometimes what he says. You know, I, I think I'm not speaking for you, Virgil, but at least I know how that was with me during my career. So yeah, no, I understand completely. Yeah. So let, let's 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 talk about what's going on with you then, real quick, Virgil. Um, what, what what's the uh, condition that happens again or that happened to you? Uh, I, I forget. I remember what it has to do with your muscles and stuff, but I, I'm not a I'm not yeah. A it's called a ra- athlete. Yeah, it's called rhabdomyolysis, and basically, it's like 
the muscular breakdown of, of your muscles and it starts like doing bad stuff all to your body and stuff um long story short you know it's um i was with the doctor and he says that he thinks it's covid related and wow. that, in my honest opinion i that's honestly when i started feeling my body going south you know like i just i had to take i mean don't don't get me wrong i am getting older so i have to start to take care of my body but I oh, just, don't it don't felt you like say it was... that to me and Kelly <laughs> in the same conversation, you son of a nah, bitch. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah but it, it was like a dramatic shift from, you know, it was just right. like boom to boom, you know. So I just had to take extra care of myself. I had to do like recovery things like every day now. Like I, I was in Fresno hitting the, the recovery clinic two times a day okay. um, for six days out of the week. And I wasn't training hard at all. It was I was there straight up for recovery only, and I was busy all day. And um, I was there for four weeks, and I mean I'm good now. And and what we're gonna do different is honestly we're gonna, we're just gonna keep this going the, the entire camp. Yeah, so you're just not gonna take breaks off. Uh, you think that had something to do with it, like you know, uh, downtime. So basically, or? yeah. So yeah. Um, I think the one of the main problems is that I was supposed to fight this guy in December. Yeah, it's it's honestly the same story as last year. I was supposed to fight him in December, and then and then March, and then fight got postponed. April, you know, it just it's just, you know, and I'm getting ready before December. You know, yeah, you're training have, the whole time, and then yeah, yeah. And people people can say, oh, well, then just like take it easy or whatever. But how how can I take it easy? You know, like you gotta stay my, ready. That's a silly my I, career. I, I, have to, I have to stay yeah. ready. You know, yeah. if I'm not ready, it's my fault you know yeah. and, and not only that but like not only is my career on the line you know i'm putting my life at risk you know so i want to be ready for whatever comes to me in that ring so it's you know people can say that oh i was overtraining or whatever but in reality i wasn't i was it's not my fault that the fight got pushed back like this whole time like you know we have a formula that's been working this entire time you know and Literally. you know so I, re- I really don't know what else to say about that. Yeah, no. I, I've, <laughs> it's a little I've, frustrating. Yeah, no, I, I'm yeah, I'm sure, man. I know we've talked uh, and I've been texting you since this last time that it happened and stuff. I know. So I just want to, you don't want to go too much in detail. That's totally fine. And I think you've already said enough right there, honestly. Like, it makes sense. I mean, I I still, you just said it and I still don't know what the what the fuck it's called. But, like, I've heard of it from, from other athletes, too. Like, this isn't, yeah. it, like... Uh, I have a really good uh, f- uh, friend that is uh, uh, a throwing coach over at UCR, uh, UCI Irvine, and some of her athletes that happens to it's a little. Some sometimes it's overtraining, sometimes it's something else, or maybe COVID's playing a part in it and stuff like that. So it's not like you're saying something that's like never happened before. Like this happens to athletes when you're when you're training to be at as you said the top of your game and ready at all times. It could happen to anyone, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's just, you just got to take care of yourself. Bottom line, no matter what you do. Yeah. It's just how life is. Yeah, man. Well, so, I mean, I guess, I guess we kind of covered the, the, the fight. What do you guys got going on now? Like Kelly, are you still doing your podcast? I know you still got your, your, your training. Cause we, I just saw you in, what was that? August. I came out and saw you in, in, yeah. in Ohio. Yeah. Um, so in the middle of uh, right now in the process with my charitable organization, like, you know, these 501c3s are tough, but we're really um, moving ahead quickly on that. <clears throat> um, so I'm hoping to get that up and run. It'll be a box 
boxing gym, but it's for the youth underprivileged at risk. Um, you know, we're going to have strength and conditioning, which I'm big in, and I train people in that as well. Um, I have the gym now, you know, a fitness gym that I run kids involved in stuff. So, yeah, I'm staying uh, active with that right now and just really trying to get this uh, this charitable organization up and going and, and getting these uh, young athletes involved in, in training them. So That's awesome, man. Yeah, I'm so glad. I forgot to mention. It was so good to see you, man, in person. Like, because yeah. I had you on the podcast, um, and we talked about how we – we would have met at the Buck Cherry concert when you were out training with with uh, with those dudes, but I didn't actually yeah. meet you at that time. And then we did the podcast, and then I finally came out. We went, what did we go to like BJ's or something like that? We just met for yeah. lunch. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, your eyes roll. You, you looked high as uh, bird pussy, if I'm allowed to say that. But yeah, you got you were getting the allergic reaction or something. Oh yeah, no, eyes. dude. Yeah, it was. I was I was the out horses. visiting Brandon, and yeah. and his wife tends to horses, so I went and said hi to the horses. It's not like I'm around horses very often, so I didn't know I'd be that allergic to them. I was petting a horse, didn't think anything of it, didn't wash my hands like an idiot, all these things, hindsight, right? And I went and touched my eye, and then I was like, in, at, we were sitting at lunch, and I was just in pain. I had to go across the street to the CVS to grab uh, allergy medicine. It was wild. Yeah. Damn. But it, it made, uh, you know, it was cool, too. It made my son, because he's a diehard fan, too. And uh, Yeah, that, that was nice, man. Oh, yeah. I, I loved uh, cutting it up with your son, dude. How's he doing in football? Yeah. He's doing good. He's uh baseball now. He had a hell of a hit tonight. You know, put one out there uh, close to the fence. Uh, so he's he's uh you know coming along. That's awesome. Coming man. along good. That's awesome. How about you, Virgil? What's what's uh, what's the recovery looking like? What's 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 the next few months looking like for you? Yeah. So uh, recovery was great. We were we spent four weeks in Fresno. I'm actually back in Texas for the week. Just you know, just because I haven't been home. In like four or five months yeah um but yeah i think we're heading back to california next week uh training camp is officially starting next week we'll start sparring and all that and yeah we're that's that's just it and so it's time to fight you come back to cali yeah are you gonna be in fresno you're gonna be down in socal i won't be in socal oh we're gonna hang again buddy you gotta come over oh, yeah. i know you're gonna be training oh, I'll, I'll, I'll be there i'll be there at the forum too what's that i'll be there at the forum too bro are you coming to the forum? Oh yeah, for sure. Did you get tickets? Or are you asking me live on the air right now for tickets? I'm gonna buy tickets. I support them no matter what. But I'm just telling you. I'm I got there. you, dude. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I was say, I'm already. Me, me and my son already got the. Uh, you guys are coming. Um, what is it, Sonic? Uh, Temple Sonic now, Temple, 12th. yeah, in Columbus. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll be down there. Oh, dude. Okay, well, I'll hook you up too. Like, I, I guess we're just hooking guests up on the on the air tonight. So. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> In all seriousness, you guys are my boys. Uh, you, Johnny, don't buy the tickets. Bottom, I got you. Oh, if you're right bottom, whatever. Hey. But I can, I'll get you passes or something. I'll, I'll look it up. You know, but I, it'll be fun to see you guys. Man, I, I'm excited. It'll be those are my first shows back in five years. So it's gonna be. Uh, Shit, I know you're excited for oh, sure. I'm, I'm well, really hey, John, let me let me interview you on this. Yeah, first, you can back. So do you? Hey, get, I got questions. Do you guys stage rust when you get back out there? I don't know. This is the longest it's been, so I guess we'll see. No, I mean, uh, honestly, we're we're in rehearsals right now, and everything's going really smoothly. We're about to. We just did a, a rehearsals in a small room here um, in Orange County for the last month, um, yeah. just working out some new stuff. We're doing a lot of we're doing a lot of really cool new geeky stuff with the guitars and stuff that I know Virgil will love to hear about. Um, but oh, I, we're doing a we're, we're doing a whole 
brand new rigs, brand new everything. We got new crews and everything. We're, so we've been working with them for the last month. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, we move into a bigger room where we can actually start doing our production and dress rehearsals. Um, so I'm excited for that. By the time we get out there, man, I already know. I just, it's just going to be excitement. It's, I mean, I don't know if it's, I don't know if there's like ring rust or anything like that, like, like you, like you guys might have if you took five years off. I don't know because yeah. I haven't done that yet, but it's not as physical demanding what I do. So I don't imagine it would be like that. I think it'd be more like riding bike. I can, I'm going to get up there. Yeah, I'm and, sure back out there and get right back in the swing of it. Yeah. I mean, Easy. it feels like it already in the room. I can only, I can't say until we get in front of those big crowds. Um, it, it, um, but I know that I'm so excited. It's not going to mess it up for me. Like even, you know, I'm just, I'm going to do what I do, have fun. I'm going to do what I was, <laughs> honestly, it's what I was meant to do. Like I do a lot of retrospection and, and, and introspective work um, on myself over the last few years. I, I know what I was meant to do here in, on this life, in, or in this life, rather, on this earth. So, like, I'm, I'm just excited to get back to it. If there's a little rust, I'll knock it off on the first night. We'll be fine. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> That's great. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah. So what's your question over there, Virgil? Man, you answered everything that I was going to say, bro. I was, I was <laughs> going to ask the stupid question, too. Like, you have any, like, stage moves? Because I know you'd be banging on, on the cymbals when the guitarist is, you know, when oh, Wackerman yeah, is whacking his... Thanks for reminding yeah, me. I might, I might do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, there's not like moves or anything. Like we, um, there's certain things. You're just feeling it. Times. There, yeah, because you just you're feel just it. Feeling it. Just feeling it. And then, I got you. But then sometimes you're feeling it, and you're like, I don't know, man. I don't know if you, get, if you equivocate it to what you guys do at all. But there's sometimes when you're feeling it that like, oh, I'm gonna that one actually really worked really well. I'm gonna try to remember that maybe i'll do that again on tomorrow night you know like there's there's yeah. moments like and then that. you forget yeah you're interacting with the crowd man i'm on as far as playing and everything uh i'm pretty much on uh cruise control with my plane when i'm up, up on stage it's the moment when i start to have to think about it to be honest when i'm like oh I'm, i make a mistake right it's like if yeah I, if i'm on cruise control i'm there enjoying the moment with the fans out there i truly that's that's where i that's where i get off is 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 experiencing the moment with them it's not the same perspective but it's the same moment right so i i i i really get off on that and, and i just yeah. i can't wait to do that again and that's always going to be i mean even for uh, as being a retired fighter and i'm sure you know when that day uh, comes in the future for virgil you know, it's also just the adrenaline part of it. You know, everything about it. Like I would imagine for you guys that that moment getting on stage, and, and then um, and then it's just downhill from there. And the same thing with with boxing is, you know, I really didn't miss shit about boxing. I really did. I didn't miss dieting. I didn't miss you know everything else. And but then when you retire, you start missing like that adrenaline. So then you you oh, go yeah. to the fight. Are, like are I miss. Are you saying you're I'm gonna missing come back it out? out? You miss it. You miss it enough that you're gonna come back out, Kelly. Oh, no. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> right here on Jason Johnny, Kelly Pavlik, coming out of retirement. He said it, not me. Yeah, uh, I, won't be, I won't be able to do that. <laughs> no, don't miss it that much. Yeah, don't miss that. <laughs> yeah, you're on, that, you're on the new chapter. You got, you, you got your family you're dealing with. The, 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 you're doing great with the, uh, with the coaching, too. I see a lot of your uh, videos and your posting and stuff. And, and it's cool you're going to start doing it with the youth and everything like that. I think that's a really cool thing, man. That's... It's all good stuff to do in, in, in retirement, I think, and you know, use your knowledge to help out others. I think that's kind of the gig, right? Stay busy. Yeah, man. Well, I guess that, that's it for this uh, episode, guys. Unless you got something else you want to throw on here. 
I'm good. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll well, I'll well, see you, you Kelly. I'm going to see you in May. Virgil, I'll see you in a couple weeks, right? Did I show yeah. you the whole record the last time you were out here? Or did we only get through uh, a few songs? No, I think we got to like four of them. Okay. Well, come back. We're gonna we'll we'll we'll, we'll do some we'll do some hanging. I'll give you that bass that I'm I still I'm owe on you. my way back. I'm on my way. Oh. <laughs> he's taking off his earpiece, gentlemen. He's he's coming <laughs> he's coming down to Huntington <laughs> Beach right now. Uh, no, it's cool, man. Uh, we'll 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 definitely get some hanging in while you're down here training. Yeah, I'll for sure. You. I'll see you in uh, in Ohio there, Kelly. We'll we'll be in touch. You bringing the whole family or just uh, the son that I met before? Yeah, just me and the boy are gonna come down. So. Um, my wife and daughter will be doing a Taylor Swift concert in Philly. Jeez. So what? They don't want to. They don't want to. They don't want to come see us instead. <laughs> no, they're, they're big fans, but I think it's the festival part. Oh you know? yeah, it's no, like no, no, no. Oh, hey, okay, no. Okay. hey, I'm a Swifty man. I love Taylor Swift. I think her music. I is love great. Taylor Swift, bro. So yeah, I, I like all the. Hey, I got to turn turn you on to a couple bands I just heard this week, Virgil. Have you heard a hundred Gex? I have not. Go check them out and uh, White Reaper. I bet, yeah. Go check them out. I'll text you. I'll text you. There are a couple of really All great right. bands that, sure. that, I've, that I've heard. So, All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for the time. I got to go run to this uh, my first ever open house. Kelly knows about these things. I, this is the first time I've, I've been to one of these open houses where my kindergarten kid's going to take me around and show me what he's done. So I'm pretty excited about it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, man. All right. Thank you guys yep. so much for the time. Everyone at home. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast right here. It's easy and free. All those wonderful things. Follow us on on uh, all of our social media. That's Drinks with Johnny. Super easy. You can follow Kelly Pavlik and Virgil Tees at their at signs. And uh, we'll see you all next time. Cheers. Hi, this is Paul Phelps. And this is Monica Strutt. And we're from the Daily Music Business Podcast. We're joined by a number of other really great hosts in creating daily content with great advice for independent musicians just like you. That's right. We put out episodes daily on all topics from music marketing to branding, advice on signing with a manager and label and anything else you need to up-level the business side of your music career. We've got it covered. Subscribe to the Daily Music Business Podcast today on your favorite podcast catcher. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the One Hit Thunder or were nothing more than a one hit blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods.